the Hotline 217 podcast. We are your co-hosts, Justine and... I'm Brenda. We are two young ladies that want to help and guide you through all of life's problems. Hotline 217 is a weekly podcast about self-improvement and becoming the best version of yourself. We want to help you achieve your inner greatness. As a disclaimer, any views or opinions represented in this podcast belong to us and do not represent the view of our employers or any organization that we may be affiliated with. We are not professional advisors, therefore our personal opinions should be taken lightly. Think of us as your wannabe life advisors. So hello and welcome to episode eight, job search or job finding. Um, so we wanted to start off what maybe giving you guys um, our experiences when we entered the job market, how we found jobs, our interview processes. Um, we also might do a series where we'll talk about your CV and cover letter and um, as well as when you're on the interview or how to prepare for an interview. But today we're really going to focus on how to find jobs. Yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, my path. So Justine and I got our diplomas in November 2019, I remember. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, but we technically graduated a little yeah, bit before. Like before, <laughs> exactly. So um, what happened on my side is that I, when I started university, I accepted a job at a bank as a teller. And I stayed there for the whole course of university. Then when it was the end, I I had this person that I know who was working um, for high net worth clients. I wanted to work with him. He was really nice. I had two interviews. They told me, yes, you're going to get the job. So that was in May 2019. And I had just graduated. So it was perfect. I was like, good. I'm going to start in September. I have the summer to enjoy, whatever. And they wanted me to do um, two exams. One of, the, one of them was mutual fund exam and the other one was an ethic exam. So what happened unfortunately is that my manager gave me the wrong exam to do. I did the wrong one. <laughs> then I did the right one, but the right one was $1,000. And what ended up happening is that they told me, oh, there's a job, uh, there's a job freeze. We won't hire you right now. We might hire you in the winter. Which you know, it's a little far, it was in August. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start looking for other jobs. And if I don't find anything, and we're in the winter, then I guess I'll wait and I'll take that job. Because anyways, I like the person so much. And I've been in a company for four years already. So it's like, you know, I can do pretty much what I want. So I had a lot of interviews for a lot of companies. Oh, my God. Good stories there. I had at least, honestly, at least 15 interviews. I'm not even joking. I had, I had the best and the weirdest interviews, like for good companies, bad companies, government, like anything and everything you can think about. And what ended up happening is that I went to this um, forum, I guess it's called, and it was like a bunch of companies and a lot of like government-related jobs. I went there. I found a lot of places that were actually willing to hire me, which I was surprised. And I think you remember, Justine, I had applied for this job to work for a paper company. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, I felt like the office. Yeah. It was great. It was, honestly, it was a very good job. Like, I cannot complain. It was a very good job, but I felt as if it wasn't for me. I, I feel like the paper company wasn't following my values, you know? They were telling me, yes, you know, we cut the trees and we use like 100% of the tree to make this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, like 
I, I don't use paper that much. I don't <laughs> use plastic. You know, I really try to save the environment as best as I can. So for me, working for them was a little bit against my values. I had applied to for this job for a tobacco company. Oh, yeah. But then I was like, you know what? It doesn't follow my beliefs. I, I cannot be working for a tobacco company when, you know, I'm against these things, okay, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't mind smoking. You know, I don't mind people who smoke, but I feel like the burden is so heavy on society mm-hmm. and I don't want to contribute, you know, to the burden. Yeah. So what ended up happening is that I ended up getting like a lot of job actually. Yeah. And then I said no. Like they oh, would tell which me is good, which is good. Yeah, but there's one job honestly and it really hurt my heart. It was for stock exchange. They told me, you need to do three exams. One of them was like in French. Uh, the other one was English. And the other one was like Word, Excel, PowerPoint. So I do the exams. And the girl tells me, we're looking for someone who has better French. Oh, I re- yes, I remember that. And yeah. I was like, excuse me? You know, I studied in French most of my life. So... I was like really, really hurt, you know, I thought it was, it was, I don't know, I I was just so hurt because I'm like, it's so stupid, you know, there's this job that I really, really want. And they tell me that one of my best skills basically sucks for them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even like, I think you were sending me screenshots of it. And I'm like, I have no idea what that is. It was, it was such a weird exam. And one tip that I recommend is that go on YouTube and type the name of the exam because the exam was like this Excel PowerPoint exam. And it was like, okay, so do this, do that. But if you do it like another way, it's going to mark as if it's wrong. Mm. No. But like, it's also the way that they were worded. I was so confused. And I'm like, my first language you is remember. French. So I was like, what yeah. is this? I don't understand. I was lost, honestly. I was so disappointed. I was hurt. That was like one thing. It was actually the first job interview that I was really hurt deep down inside because I Mm -hmm. truly wanted this job and I felt it. And I said no to the other people because I knew that it wasn't the job for me, you know? And in this one, I was like, this is it. Like, if I get it, this is it. I'm taking it. I'm starting to work for them, you know? I remember. So, well, this happens, you know, I'm hurt. (laughs) heartbroken still waiting for the bank to to like hire me basically still working for them depressed (laughs) studying for my CFA exam in December which another mistake that I did is that I started studying for my exam way too late because the bank told me to do these like mutual fund and ethic exams Mm -hmm. so I was late I was depressed (laughs) doing job interviews LinkedIn a lot like I, I found most of my jobs on LinkedIn then I would say maybe November ish I saw this job and it was I should find the description I think I have it in my computer but mm-hmm. it was like you know accounting finance related and I was like I don't know if that's me because it yeah. looks really advanced but let me try you know you um, never know yeah so I was like I got a first interview and then I got a second and then I got the job and I was like okay this this is it like I'm gonna take it like I'm gonna start you know Mm -hmm. so I started in December and I can't believe that I actually 
search for a job from May to December. When you think about it, it's crazy. Yeah, I remember it, that. That was a weird time. I was like, I was still at working at the bookstore while you were looking for all that. Yeah, and I felt like it was just so hard because I would see all these amazing jobs and they would not like not even give me an interview. It was like, oh no, but we want like minimum two years experience, like finance, accounting related. And I was like, mm-hmm. like okay, well, then I guess I'll get my experience and I'll come back. But it was just really <laughs> frustrating because I felt like as if all the jobs I was applying, I knew it wasn't for me, you know. And I was really trying to be patient because a friend of mine who, I mean, she's in her 40s, you know, Mm -hmm. so she has a lot of experience. And she was telling me, like, ask for the benefits, you know, ask for the vacation, like, ask for all these stuff, because all these things are really, really important. And she told me, be patient. I know it's going to be long, but be patient. And thinking about it, I made such a good decision, honestly. I think it was also like learning to be patient right because it's easy to just take the first job that is offered to you but it, it takes a lot more oh trust me I um, did yeah <laughs> just to think about it like, yes, think about, I have to learn how to be patient yes yeah. exactly do um, you remember I had an interview for another bank and it was um I think it was called um investment specialist advisor something like that I don't remember Oh, I don't remember. But it was on the phone. You don't remember that? It was like on the phone and giving like uh, Um, advice for like investments, you know. I don't think so. And I went to the interview and I swear I wanted to leave so bad. I don't even remember. Like thinking about it now, I should have left. I should have left mid-interview. I regret not doing that because the person who was going to be my manager was so shitty with me. Mm -hmm. Shitty, shitty to another level. I Like he would cut me. You know, I would say something yeah, and he would say, okay, yeah. okay, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, it was as if like, you're not letting me talk, you know, and thank God I did not take this job. And I know a girl who actually took the job and she left like two weeks later. So, mm, okay. <laughs> so that was like my path. Let's say it was a long one. It was yeah. hard. But you made it. You made it. <sighs> I made it. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm working with amazing people. Love my bosses. Love my coworkers. Happy place. Mm-hmm. And you, Justine, what was your path? Okay, so my path, I don't think it's as clear as yours just because I'm in that phase of my life where I don't know what I want to do with it. So I'm still trying to figure that out. But I've had so many different jobs um, because I was like, if I try them all, hopefully I'll find which one I really like to do. So Uh, I've worked. That too. Yeah, I've worked in retail. I've worked in restaurants. I've worked as a receptionist at a dental clinic. I've, you know. I've done a lot of different jobs, odd jobs here and there. And I think ultimately um, working as a receptionist led me to working um, sort of close to what I thought I wanted, which was in a law firm. I was a receptionist at a law firm um, and I thought that law was going to be what I was going to do. So that was, it was a good job to have at the time. And then I graduated, I didn't like law school. And so I was looking at maybe jobs that I could do with the degree that I had just gotten. And I was really lucky. I fell on this this job to be a financial assistant at this big big finance firm downtown. And I during the interview, it was the longest interview I've ever had in my life. It was like I think an hour. It was very oh. thorough. Well, I think it's a good sign. I think so too. Um, and the whole time I was like, oh, I don't think I'm 
I'm doing this right there. They're probably like not impressed at all. I'm, I'm not going to get it. So I was just like, because in my mind, I was like, oh, I probably, not, I'm not going to get it. This is like already like above my, my capacities as, as like a, a human. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, well, I have nothing to lose. These people, at least, I'm not going to waste their time. I, I'm going to just be more relaxed because I know that there's no stakes, if that makes sense. And so, but then they hired me and it was a six month contract with the option to stay permanently at the end of it. But then COVID happened. So they had to suspend it for now. But it, it was it was a real chance for me to see um, what an adult job would look like, like day in, day out. and. I really liked it. I liked the people I worked with. I liked what I was doing. I was learning a lot. Like a lot of it, I was like, I didn't know before. So I think that's one of the best things about, like it's the first time I had a job in a while where I was learning something new because I'd gotten so used to uh, the kinds of jobs where they were very easy to learn. And so I didn't really have to try as hard. So mm -hmm. it felt nice to be challenged. Um, so How did you find the job? Okay, so I find jobs. I, I know I should use LinkedIn, but I found it on Job Indeed. Okay. I used Indeed too. Honestly, in, Indeed, like my first one where I found most of my jobs and my current job was uh, job Indeed, yeah. LinkedIn. And my second oh, one was okay. Indeed. And I actually learned at my work that they mostly, most of the time, they only post on LinkedIn. Yeah. I heard about that too. And uh, the yeah. bookstore job, which was my favorite, like non, I would say adult job. I found that one on their website directly. So if there's a company that you really like, I would suggest going on their website directly and refreshing. If you know someone who works with a company, that's even better. I do not, but I got it anyway. I know. <laughs> Me too. I I didn't know anyone there, but mm. I mean, it's uh, they say networking is like the best, the best thing because like the person already has like a foot in the company, so yeah, they can pretty I, much help you. Yeah, and LinkedIn is great for that because you can connect with people who are already working there. I was impressed with the amount of jobs that I found on LinkedIn and not even like in the job ads, but a lot of people were posting, oh, I need like someone for like this, blah, blah, please send me a message, whatever. Because yeah. actually companies, if they want to do a job post on LinkedIn, they have to pay. I think it's Ooh. like 400, it's like around $400. So imagine like, you, you need someone urgently, like you don't have time to ask for like your company to like give you the budget to, to like put a job post on LinkedIn. So you just write a post and you say like, oh, I need someone for this, blah, blah, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 that, I think um, for me, it's looking at keywords. So keywords on job indeed were really helpful yes. for me. Um, I do have a habit of staying within my comfort zone. So I would always search for like assistant, receptionist, uh, desk work, like administration, stuff like that. But I would really... Um, advise you guys to try to apply for jobs that you you might not be fully qualified for just because look um, at me <laughs> yeah, you know I feel like we all know what our capabilities are and sometimes those things you can learn and you can learn yeah. very easily and I think you shouldn't discourage yourself from applying to jobs that look really interesting but maybe you're missing a couple of things um like knowledge of a certain software like you can learn that and anyone can learn that it's true and on the job post, it's like the ideal candidate. Like that's what the person, like the perfect person would look like. But I mean, let's be honest. Like if the person has knows like 80% of like what's written there, like I think it's fine because anyways, you can learn the rest. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah. I, like, obviously I'm saying if you don't have like, okay, don't apply for like, um, like mechanical engineer if you have like an English yeah. degree like obviously I'm not talking about that but like certain jobs you can reasonably like I'm not, I don't want to say bullshit your way through but kind of 
like give yourself some time to learn it until you're really good at it and then you know the rest is history it's Um, true and so I think the way for me personally to look at jobs is um, maybe make a list of the things that you're interested in and what you would like to work in like sectors yeah Um, and then or maybe companies that you'd like to work to for and then like do some research on those companies on LinkedIn find people who work at those companies or who um, have keywords of a job you'd like to have and don't waste your time on companies that you don't believe in (laughs) I swear (laughs) I regret having like okay the paper company I don't regret having an interview with them because it was actually a good interview and they wanted to offer me the job I kind of feel bad that I said no but whatever um but the tobacco company I cannot even believe I applied for this like thinking about it I wasted my time (laughs) filling out the application um like adapting my cv doing a cover letter like having an online interview which by the way was not even with a person it was like (laughs) okay like answer these questions on video you know oh I had that for the bookstore it was a video I don't mind I, I I feel like okay so I feel like I've gotten to the point where I'm very comfortable talking um, to a camera or obviously on the podcast or to people in general. So I really don't have a problem with that. I don't too, but I feel like it's, it's not human, you know, and I want to, I want to be with the person because I feel like I could have a stronger connection with them. I feel like on a video, they can just say like, oh, this person sucks. Let me just like go (laughs) to the next one, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think also, um, if you work on that part of yourself, you will, your personality will shine through over a video, over a phone call, over in person, you know, it, it, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. I think at some point you get there. Yeah, it's true. I had video interviews. Did you have any Skype interview? Never, but I think if I start applying to jobs that are not uh, where I live, yes. And I, the thing is, I wanna, I wanna have, I want to have a job eventually that's not here I mean I had one phone interview but it wasn't a job that I was like really passionate about or anything and I didn't get it so yeah I had a couple phone interviews Never and, Skype, oh by the way if they don't offer the salary that you don't want don't be ashamed to say like sorry this is not happening yes and that that's only if it's brought up during the phone call if it's brought up during the interview we'll have a separate episode to talk about yeah it. have you have you checked the Concordia, uh, like the alumni website? Uh, I, used to no. get these, I used to get these emails that was giving me basically a list of all the jobs that were like available. Oh, they have. I, I know that they had that for our CJEP. They had a little page for jobs, but I never, I never really. But it was an email that I used to receive from the university, and it was saying like, okay, like these are the jobs that like it was it was it's it, no sorry it was a portal so it was a portal and then you could log in and it would be like all these jobs that they were hiring for not necessarily at the university but like other companies okay um because that's okay, that's how i got my first job my first job i got it from there was a in our student mm-hmm. job search thing there was that company there and it was a shoe store and i applied through um their ad that they posted on our student wall or whatever and then I was called in for an interview. Um, the interview was not very long, and they told me I was hired. It was a retail job, so it wasn't very, um, yeah, you know. But that's how I got my first job. And always talk with your clients. It's crazy how many jobs. Like when I was working at the bank, a lot of people would tell me, "Oh, but you know, apply for us. You know, I would like to work with you, whatever." And I always said no because I was so comfortable at the bank, you know. But yeah. Well, that's also a thing. If you if you start to get complacent at your job, it might be time to look at another one. Just because I know 
like, don't be afraid. Like, I know that this is an old mentality of thinking I need to stay at this job. I need to climb the ranks, blah, blah, blah. No, you can quit at any time, find anything else to do. There's no, you have no loyalty to, you know, to anyone. If you want to quit and you're not happy, you can quit and find another job. There's always another job out there. And I don't want people like, I always thought I had to stay at the same job forever, but like I much preferred what I did, which is just job hopping from one to the next to see what I liked, to see what I didn't like rather than staying at one place forever honestly that's what the bank taught me and another really 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 like this is the biggest lesson i learned that the bank is that um like don't trust other people because look at me i trusted i mean look the colleague that referred me i can't blame him okay because the guy like he he only helped me to get the interviews but Mm -hmm. whoever hired me they told me to do these exams. I paid a thousand dollars, never got refunded for that. Waited oh, three yeah. months that I could have been studying for my other exam, you know, which I needed. So, and I, I had seen the red flags in the company because a lot mm-hmm. of people were like giving promises. Oh yes, we'll give you this job. We'll give you this salary and that. And I would always, 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 no exception see them stay at the same spot they would Mm -hmm. never move up and I never Mm -hmm. understood I was like how come this huge company promises you to have a job and then last minute they always come up with an excuse and I thought for me it was going to be different because it was another department but uh, it wasn't different you know Mm -hmm. they basically promised me something that they couldn't offer me you know yeah only to keep me in the company because I don't know maybe they liked me or whatever but Thank God I didn't wait because I don't know. I didn't talk to him. So I don't know if he hired someone else, but I don't think they did, you know? Yeah. But sometimes I think they're just, they're just keeping you around and they're seeing if they're going to find someone else. I don't know. Well, I feel like I was way too, like I'm a loyal person, but I feel like with them, I was too loyal, you know? Yes. (laughs) And I ended up losing in the end. I lost my money and I lost my time basically. Yeah, I agree so, with that. I would say that's my other advice, you know, like always have like a backup plan. Yeah. And uh, also, if you are already at a job and you're looking for new jobs, you're completely allowed to do that. Yes. Yeah. There's no, there's no like rule about that. You, and if you don't want to give two weeks, you don't have to give two weeks. You can leave whenever you want. Nope. That is not the law. So don't try telling me that, oh, you have to give two weeks or, oh, you've been here for like uh five years you have to give three weeks this is a Mm -hmm. lie first of all it's as like it's courtesy you know courtesy like if you you like your manager yeah sure give two weeks if you want to be a nice person but you don't have to if you don't want to because it's a bad job if you it's true if they want to fire you do you think that they're going to give you two weeks no they're going to fire you the same day so yeah i agree with that and i just want to add something because um there's like this hr lady that i love you know, mm-hmm. I love, like, she posts great content about jobs, workplace, and just in general. And I'll send it to you, Justine, but her name is mm-hmm. Liz Ryan. Oh, I follow her on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Followed by Justine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a human workplace. That's her uh, Twitter mm-hmm. name. But I just love the content that she posts. You know, I think it's very, like, creative. It's different. Mm-hmm. She takes a lot of questions and, uh, I like what she says. Yeah. So I would say people like go see what she says, you know, she gives great advice. Yeah. Um, sure. Also, if you 
um, don't be afraid to reach out to people on LinkedIn or on Facebook or on Twitter if they seem like they have a job that you would like to get like to get like a their point of view on that job or something like that. So it's always a good idea. But, I agree with you. And if you you can also like I don't if if your parents or friends or their parents they're working in an industry that you find interesting you can always ask them for a recommendation or if they have. Uh, maybe a way to get you in somewhere you know you can also use your connections always like I think I never use I I never use my connections just because I feel like my parents worked in something that I was completely not interested in and so I never got to use their connections but I know that you know using your network is the best way to get jobs as well yeah I think you have to focus on building your network too and you're going to build it like throughout the years yes but me too my my dad like I don't want to work in the same industry that he does. My brother too. So I was like, I was pretty much on my own. Mm-hmm. I had my, my friends and that's it. No one else. Yeah. I think that's about it, right? Yeah. Job searching. I that's agree. all the advice we have for you guys today. Um, so thank you so much for listening. You can submit your questions or topics on our Twitter pages at Justine Susie and mm-hmm. at BMG0321 as well as your email, hotline217 at hotmail.com. Links are in the episode description. As well, don't forget to review and share our podcast. We are available on Spotify and Apple and soon Google Podcasts. And we will see you on our next episode. Bye. Bye.